right, welcome back. Episode 19, the Caught Looking Show. And God damn it, the playoffs have started. Yeah, to say the least. To say started. the least. Coming out of the gate, hot. Let me tell you, we've had four pretty great, or two series, not so great. Four pretty great series. But, I mean, so far, I'm blown away. Yeah, I mean, happy happy Columbus Day. I know that it's Columbus Day for us, and what better fit to have Columbus today than some Indian pillaging just all week long? Yeah, exactly. 100%. It was, it was very just, fitting for the holiday. I mean, Alex Bregman might be Christopher Columbus. Yeah, and George Springer is his, his first mate. Yeah, yeah. They were on the boat together. Yeah. Just, and Oh, and isn't it convenient? Guess who's not here tonight? Oh, yeah, Mark Tantorski, our third, our in our our resident Indians fan, yeah. conveniently has a sore throat, the one thing you can't have for radio, on yeah, the day yeah. that the Indians lose. He's got a sore throat because uh, something was shoved down at the past three baseball games. Could, could be the Astros, you know, nether regions, you never know. I, I would assume so. We got a voicemail? Yeah, we do. Let's All right. listen. This voicemail is brought to you by uh, the Caught Looking Show. Subscribe on podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Thanks. All right, Buckets, thanks for that call. You guys hear the call? I did, but repeat it for everybody else. All right, Buckets called in. He just wants to know simply, is it time for Terry Frank Keller to go? I mean, Ooh. break, break, break it down Ooh. like this. The Indians have been, have been, it's been their year for like the past four years, and they have yet to capitalize even once. I mean, they got to the World Series, they tied it in the ninth in the World's Game 7, and then they got ripped by destiny. Chicago Cubs. So I mean, yeah, it it's a tough question because I don't know what level the Indians see themselves as going forward. This is mediocrity at this point. It's above average mediocrity. They're not going any. I don't see Terry Francona and this Indians team, especially because they're losing Josh Donaldson and a couple other guys that aren't as yeah exactly a couple other guys that are aren't as significant. But they're I don't know what they're going to do in free agency. I know the division is really really weak. So every single it's disgustingly weak. So that's what I think that's was the, the only problem thing. for them. Good, good. Yeah, that's the only thing keeping them even in contention to keep Terry Francona to keep going on these playoff runs because they don't have anyone in their division. They'll be in the same situation next year. They can win 80 games, not 80, maybe 85, and probably win the division still. I don't see anybody in that division. Yeah, I don't see anybody in that division being good for the next couple of years. So if Terry Francona wants to win a World Series, uh. I guess it's going to have to do with the Indians because this is his last shot, I think, yeah. next year. This is the way I'm going to put it. The Indians aren't – it is not their last chance to win this year just because everyone's up for free agency. I think that just because their division is so pitiful and it's just like literally not a contest, that they are going to have at least two or three years to to make the playoffs again and be a dominant team. Dude, I think that the Astros are just were just too good. The Indians yeah. were just – like just – Purely on a talent level, we're just not there. Yeah, I bought into Mark's bullshit too much. Like yeah, I, I, I knew too. that I the Astros were way better than the Indians, but last week he was like, "Dude, Carlos Carrasco, Cookie Man, and then yeah. Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer." But it just didn't happen because the Astros are just a much better team, and uh, they showed it too. Yeah, they really did. I mean, right? I mean, Bregman, Springer, everybody on that team played just flat out better. No, none of the games were really even close. He's, yeah, Springer hit uh, two home runs in the final game. That brings his postseason total to ten. Wow, that, he's he's a savage, absolute savage. 
Um, that's two postseasons. Ten home runs. Yeah. This is something we need to talk about. The um the Indian starting pitching. Just absolute stunk. Terrible. Kluber, Carrasco, and then Clevenger did did okay. But then Bauer came into relief in two different games and did bad in both. Well, he did okay in the first one. But the second one, not so great. Well, let's talk about their bullpen when it comes to the Indians. I think that was really more of yeah, them, that, a factor dude, than losing. Too. I mean, they, they, they have they guys. Yeah. They have guys like Andrew Miller and Cody Allen and, like, even Simber, who I think is a solid guy, especially coming from, like, his Saturn release, and they just they didn't produce. And I, does, I do think that it stems from the fact that, you know, they're in that division and they don't play anybody. So, you know, it's easy for them to strike out guys that are, you know, hitting ninth for the Royals. Opposed to exactly, like exactly. being in the AL East, where you'd have to play the Rays, you know, Yankees and Red Sox. Yeah, just to get back to the Terry Francona question for one more minute, I'm just going to reiterate that next year is Terry Francona's last year to prove it. No matter if they don't go to the World Series, he's not going back next year because the Indians are in a spot right now, as we've already talked about, where nobody is going to beat them because they all suck. So if they want to get better, then they're going to need to do that. In the ALDS, and no matter who they play yeah. this next year, which because they're the, they're probably gonna be the three seed. Um, they could be the two or one, but they're probably gonna play somebody like the Astros, the Red Sox, because these teams are all gonna be good again next year. I mean, that, that's easily they're gonna get better play. probably. Oh yeah. That's What's up for debate is if the Indians are still gonna be consistent enough to even compete, because this year they were not even. Cl- everyone was like, well, we heard it from Mark. He was like, oh, wait till the playoffs start. They're gonna be good again. But yeah. they really were never. They really never fire this year the division was just so pitiful they skidded by the whole year and got demolished in this round and we assumed that brad hand and uh, was the fix to their bullpen problems in the middle of the year just acquiring brad hand yeah despite the fact that it just simply wasn't they just didn't have it it, it didn't it, it wasn't significant and then josh donaldson came along and you look at their infield and even on paper lindor donaldson ramirez, ramirez that's, yeah a, that's mvp that's, caliber at every position it, it easily, really is yeah i don't I, on paper, it was good, but the Astros pitching, first of all, which we Amazing. already know is historically good, historically good, just blew them all away. And this is why um, the Astros, no matter who wins this series, we'll get into a little bit later, the Astros look poised to just run again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the clue, the uh, Cole Verlander one two punch was simply too much. Even uh, Keiko in game three looked great. He was hitting 99 miles an hour, which I've never seen him do. Yeah, he looked yeah. great. He looked like I mean, old Cy Young Keiko. Yeah, which was surprising, to be honest. Uh, but the Astros, think about think about this. What the two teams from the last World Series have added is Manny Machado and Garrett Cole. No other team besides maybe the Red Sox who added JD is going to compete because they were the best two last year, and they only got that much better. Yeah. That, that Garrett Cole trade, I, I always forget about it just because it, like, it was not a very big thing in the offseason. No, but, like, we didn't it, talk about it. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. It ended up being the biggest trade of the year. Yeah, and and whoever they gave up for, I think they shipped uh they shipped him to the Rays. Whoever they gave up for Garrett Cole, the Pirates. So I mean, for the Pirates, it was terrible. Yeah, just the Pirates got screwed. But even just adding Garrett Cole to an already, I mean, playoffs are usually four man rotations, so they got fucking McCullers and Morton out of their bullpen right now. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's it's bad. They brought both of them in today, and it was just shut down. Yeah, uh, I have some stats that I want to read. Uh, these are after game two, but uh, from the Indians, Jose Ramirez was 0 for 7 with 3 Ks. Josh oh, Donaldson man. was 0 for 8 with 3 Ks. 
Yonder Alonso was 0 for 6 with 4Ks, and Jason Kipnis was 0 for 6 with 5Ks combined, 0 for 27 with 15Ks. Yeah, you cannot. Like, you wow. Just can't, you just you can't do that if you're gonna if you're trying to win a series. Yeah, and see that's partly the Astros pitching, but that's also partly that the Indians were just not who they we thought they were this year, who Mark made us think they were this year. Yeah, yeah. They, they really just weren't that baseball team. I mean, they got swept. That is just like sad. Yeah. That's just a sad showing. Yeah. We can, we can move on to another sweep if you want. Rockies yeah, Brewers. Go. This series was just a blowout. Ugh. It's such a shame, man. I, I mean, listen, I'm happy that the Rockies got to taste the NLDS, but the Cubs. Yeah, but are Brewers we though? Been... Are we really I happy? Because they I'm do not. this all the time. Because we are like, oh, we want the Rockies to make it. We think they do good in the playoffs. Get past the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Maybe they'll do good. They finally do it. They get past the Diamondbacks. They sneak their way in, beating the Cubs in a one-game series. Then they get slaughtered oh, by a Brewer team demolished. who had a who did a bullpen game their first game. Shut them down. Shut them out. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did shut them out. Here's the thing: the Brewers are the best suited team. Besides, Yankees are right there too. But they are the best suited team in the entire world to do the bullpen game. If we're uh, yeah. at the point right now that we have Hater. to do bullpen games, the Brewers are doing a bullpen game, and they could compete with any bullpen in the entire world right now. Yeah. Think about it like this. They got through a playoff series without having to start Gio Gonzalez, one of their better pitchers, even though they just acquired him. Yeah. That's great. That's He's probably going to start game one versus the Dodgers. And listen, again with the Rockies, they, we, what we said last year when they lost in the wild card, they need an ace. They yeah, had they an ace present themselves. Freeland, uh, yeah, Freeland, great. Great. He pitched all awesome. year, pitched awesome in the playoffs, and still they're not that team. So yeah, they, need, they need a front-line guy. Yeah, but I don't know. This is what we talked about a couple shows ago. What ace is going to want to go to Colorado to pitch? That's like going to hell to make ice. You <laughs> it's just there's <laughs> no point in what going a to Colorado for a low ERA. It's impossible. There's one person who I know is crazy enough to go to a, to a team like that. Too bad he's wrapped up for the next three years. Max Scherzer. Yeah. 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 Honestly, he'd welcome the challenge. He would eat. He would if eat he, whatever. If they were like, Max Scherzer, we need you to come here just because we don't think you could do it. He'd be like, excuse me? Yeah. I could he do might it. He when he's 40. I, I wouldn't. Better <laughs> he, he'd probably be the best <laughs> pitcher there. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I just think it was the, the poorest showing by the Rockies in a yeah. while. And a poor showing by the Cubs too before that because we oh, didn't get to address man. that. I wish I wish that they made the playoffs. It would have been they, way better. Yeah. But dude, they didn't deserve it. They lost two straight games with John Lester and Jose Quintana, who are they traded for Quintana last year, and John Lester is their ace that they're paying millions of dollars. Yes, he pitched well. But John Lester in the playoffs is nine and seven with a two five five. Yeah, he pitched really well. I'm not blaming John Lester, but yeah. bottom line is they didn't hit for him. And they didn't win that game. And Lester, I think, only went six innings, which is good. But Six innings with one run ball. And they scored for him in the eighth, like, it's too late. Again, yeah. And Bryant, Chris Bryant, I mean, yes, he'll get a pass because he was hurt this year. He disappeared this year. He disappeared last year, too. Yeah, that's the thing. He was rookie of the year, MVP. We thought last year was a blip. And, he, yes, he was hurt this year for almost two months, but he did not play well. He batted 270. That's not that's not Chris Bryant. No, no, it's not. Not the Chris Bryant that I know. Where is Chris Bryant? <laughs> Hashtag where is Chris Bryant? <laughs> but anywhere. Um, I mean the Brewers. I they are they're really really good. And I apologize because I was out on them before these playoffs started. They've won their last 12 games. Did you know that? The Brewers. Yeah, I didn't. No, it's 11. It's 11. I think. Okay, 11 games. 
Uh, I think they yeah no it's twelve because they won eight to no the wildcard game counts so it's eleven still that's incredible and that's the right time to heat up I mean whoever yeah, they sure play, yeah well, I mean they're playing the Dodgers but I I'm really impressed with the Brewers I'm not, I you know I'll give you this I thought the Dodgers you know they did have great showing we can move into the Dodgers now wait who was your MVP for the for that series oh I mean it's the MVP of the entire world yeah Yelich right yeah yeah that's easy yeah. um. So Dodgers, Braves, we can get into this. I thought, personally, that the Dodgers should have swept the Braves. They got lucky. The Braves got lucky with a Ronald Acuna absolutely electric grand slam. That and then was the amazing. And Freddie Freeman go-ahead. That was the best moment of the whole entire playoffs. Oh, yeah. I agree. Go ahead. Dude. And I don't know how I mean, the, Braves, <laughs> the Braves just aren't good enough to capitalize on that kind of electricity yet. They're too young. And they're too new, like, as a team together. But that was just amazing. Yeah, Jake, I got to hear you because you picked the Dodgers twice and the Braves once last week. So okay. you tell me how, I mean, maybe it was two to one. So I guess technically. Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, Here okay. was my thought process going into it because we, we started off who we thought was going to win the series. And I picked <laughs> the Dodgers, which I, as of now, would be correct. <laughs> right. right. And then I don't know what the second time was, but I picked, I picked the Dodgers again. So once again, yeah, I'd be did. correct. And then we went to who we wanted to be in the World Series. And I picked no, the Braves. We picked the con- no. We picked who's going to be in the World Series. Yeah, which not who, not who, who hard. Who is? It's going to be harder now. The Dodgers might have to have a plane crash for the Braves to be there. And I still <laughs> think they call the Cubs before they called the, <laughs> the Braves. Yeah, if you're if you're Rob Manfred, you're sitting in a room. The entire Dodgers team has just died in a plane crash. Who do you call the Cubs or the Braves? You guys, you can't call Cubs. the Braves. I mean, I, honestly, the Cubs. honestly. Okay, I'll get. I'll give the Braves one thing. We'll go back to that chant for a second. That, that was, was unbelievable. Yeah. That was so, so cool. If, if they're gonna, if we're gonna call the one of those teams, as long as they're going, oh, oh, oh tomahawk chop. Yeah, I am fine with the Braves being there. That was the only like I was a resident Braves fan from an NL East. I root for the NL East division team, an opposing one, and I was a resident Braves fan when I saw that. That was amazing. Listen, yeah. the um. They in the game three or game four, they turned the lights off for it, and everyone had their camera lights on, on their phones, and it was just simply the most electric thing you will ever hear in your life. And Tomahawk you, chop with the lights on. That's that's what you gotta love. Atlanta is not a huge market. It's not a small one, but it's not huge. And Medium. I didn't know their fans were that passionate. I, no, I, I didn't did either. Not know that, that fa- their fans were that passionate. Dude, they haven't Acuna been in the playoffs for a long time. So, Okunia gives them life, but yeah, um. They, They'll be, they'll be star- sad in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, they will be. My star of the series was Machado, though. Fucking yeah, stud. Machado was probably the star, but we do have to put the notion to bed once again that Clayton Kershaw can't pitch in the playoffs because the past yeah, he was a savage. three years now, the past three years now, he's been really, really good. His ERA Very- has lowered points and points and points. He's doing yeah, he, what he's- Clayton Kershaw does. Exactly. Or he's yeah, supposed exactly. to do, at least. And, and we forgot about Clayton Kershaw for most of this year because he was hurt last year, a little hurt this year. He's still really fucking good, man. He had a 2-4 in the regular season, which is he's the bad best. for Clayton Kershaw. Well, he's the second he's still best. the best. Uh, all right, maybe Scherzer, but he's still he's still right there. He's still one of the best. I would sure rather... Is. Definitely the most consistent when he's Easily the most consistent. And he showed it in the, this year in the playoffs. This, I always thought it was dumb how people talked about how Kershaw wasn't good in the playoffs. It's just not true. They made it to the World Series last year. The third straight NLDS or NLCS now. Yep. He's good. He's good. He's a good pitcher in the playoffs. This is the bottom line. Yeah. This is their fourth 
NLCS in the past six years. And let me give you something else about the Dodgers. Um, the last four years, let's break it down. They lost in 15 to the Mets in the NLCS. Yep. They lost in the NLCS in 16 to the Cubs. In 17, they lost in the World Series to the Astros. It's 20. They win. Who can read the trend yeah. in the Dodgers World Series this year? Yeah, well, we can we can all agree that all of the AL teams are better than all of the NL teams. Correct? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just sim- just simply, by and large, better. This the they just are. They but, just are. But bottom line is that the Dodgers are only going to have to play one of them. You're right. And when you're throwing out Clayton Kershaw, two times, possibly three. It always gives you a chance, and they have, yeah. listen. Manny, they have Manny Machado on in their lineup now. That's something that they didn't have last year. So yep. it's not going to be a cakewalk, no matter who they play in, in the World Series, yeah. or if yeah. if they beat the Brewers, which I don't know if they're going to do now. It's, right. it's going to be close. I'll tell you that the Brewers definitely are the hotter team, but I think that the Dodgers are definitely a more complete team. It's yeah. it's in L.A., correct? First two. Yeah, First yeah. The, I don't know. No, 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 they're no, not. The Brewers. Three, are the ones Brewers, right? the Brewers have the best record in the National League, so they have home but, field. No, no, but the Dodgers won the pennant, correct? What? No. The Brewers, yeah, are, the, won, the, the Brewers are the, the home Dodgers, seed. No, won. the Dodgers won the division. Oh, so did the Brewers. Yeah. The Brewers, Brewers are the one That's seed. what I'm saying. We talked about this last week when you weren't here. That wild, that game with the Cubs was ginormous, obviously because the Cubs didn't even make it to that game, and now the Brewers have home field for the whole, even this series now coming that be That game yeah. might be one of the most important games of the playoffs just due to the fact that the Cubs had to play in that uh, that wild card game, and then they lost. Right. That knocks out a team that a lot of people picked as maybe their World Series contender or at least the pennant winner. Yeah, I, I picked them. I, I think that if the Cubs beat the Rockies in that game, they would have beaten the Brewers. I still believe that, but they didn't, oh, and here we are. So. Yeah, um, all right, so um, MVP of that series, who do you got? Um, you got to go Manny. I mean, Clay, yeah, uh, Kershaw same. pitched one game, but you got to go Manny. If Kershaw came in in like a game five and then like shut it down, sure, but Manny had five, the game four, he had four RBIs and a home run, so like... Yeah. Kershaw just didn't mention. do enough to really to really sway my vote there. Manny Machado clearly was just the best player offensively uh, in that whole series. Yeah, honorable yeah, mention to the Braves uh, fan base, though. That was awesome. Yes, definitely. That happens next year. Honorable mention to Ronald Acuna. He had the best uh, best moment of the playoffs, for sure. Yeah, rookie of the year now. Sorry, Kai. He, he, beat, he, he beat out one contender with that at-bat, first of all. Yeah. And then the other one, Soto, I, I just think Acuna just really took it away. I agree. Now, what we've been waiting to talk about. We are recording as of um, 10 p.m., and the Red Sox are playing the Yankees, but the score is 10 to 2. Red Sox in Yankee Stadium. Now, the series is tied 1 to 1. If this stays, which we think it will, because Aaron Boone can't manage a team correctly, the series will be 2 to 1 with Game 4 in Yankee Stadium. What are your thoughts so far on the series, just overall? Uh, you know, I look at that at this game that's going on right now and uh, see the Red Sox go up, you know, ten to two. It's like what inning is it? Like the seventh inning? Yeah, or it's ten one, whatever the score is. But regardless, coming into Yankee Stadium and putting up a ten spot in their first home game uh, of the series, not of the playoffs, but still the first home game of the playoffs against their rivals is a little embarrassing. And I think tomorrow that the Red Sox can take that because. 
just due to the fact that the energy of Yankee Stadium will be so low. They're gonna they're always bringing it up, but it's not gonna be as high as as uh as usual. Right, I agree. Joe. Yeah. Th- this this game sucked the life out of the Yankees. And listen, the Yankees, yes, they're very good, but they are not the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox are just a better team this year. I mean, you can see it. Even the one game that the Yankees won where Tanaka pitched very well. Pitched so I good. Thought that the, yeah, I thought that the Red Sox watching that game, I felt them that they were going to come back. And they didn't really do that, but they're capable of doing that any night. This is a different Red Sox team than we saw in the playoffs last year. That's what J.D. Martinez does. Um, and let's just let's just hope that David Price doesn't pitch again in this series. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, he's coming out of the bullpen, apparently. As long as he's not facing the one the catcher he, that hits he, 182 he off everybody else. He can pitch to everybody but one person. I can't believe. You have the stats in front of you. I think I memorized them. But he is, yeah, he's 7 for 14 with yeah. 6 months off of David Price in his career. Jesus. Just ridiculous. What? I'm sure the other. I think the other one was a double too, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I. So David Price don't go near a mound this series, right. and the Red Sox should have no problem winning it. This, but I don't. I, hopefully they don't have to waste Chris Sale again. Porcello Who's going is on tomorrow? the mound tomorrow. 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 Porcello. Porcello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Porcello versus Cece, which yeah. I think advantage Red Sox, right? Oh yeah, I think Porcello I, is that kind of guy oh. that can go into Yankee Stadium in a game four in a clinching game and just. Go out there, the Red Sox can score five runs, and he'll hold the Yankees to like two runs over seventh inning, and then the the bullpen will probably come in. Like I'm really high on Brazier right now. I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah he's Sox. a savage. Yeah, absolute. Yeah. Like that bullpen for the the Red Sox, and just I think the Red Sox know they're good this year. So tomorrow uh, will really set the precedent uh, for either Game Five or the series win. Right. Yeah. He so was the guy that. He was the guy that said, uh, "Get in the fucking box," right? Yeah. 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 And then struck uh, out. That was, oh, was amazing. So did you guys hear this conspiracy theory? So Ron Darling tonight on TBS said that Severino had had been told minutes ago that the game started at 7.40. He didn't start his warm-ups until 7.32. Wow. No way. Yeah. That's... that. That's so I think un- that he probably thought the game started at 8. Well, listen, like I, 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 whatever Ron Darling says is correct for me. I, I'll <laughs> take that man to my grave. On, on on my tombstone, it'll be it'll be uh, Ron Darling said this man was dead, and if I was buried alive, I'd just die. So right, that's so as long as Ron Darling. If, says, if you're Luis Severino, how do you fuck that up? Game three, arguably the most important game of the series. I that's that's unprecedented, dude. I mean, <laughs> I pitched in he just college, fucked it up. Division three, and I I know when my game starts in high school when we all played together. You knew when the game started, and there was no timetable online that you can look at. Like, Google search the game tonight, pal. You'll see your picture right there. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's embarrassing. So, if that's true. What are the coaches doing, yet. though? Like, I feel like someone's got to be on him to be like, hey, the game starts in eight minutes, so you probably should start throwing the ball around. <laughs> the fuck is hey, the maybe, pitching coach? Hey, maybe warm up your old arms, Severino, and the game starts in yeah. eight minutes. Well, you maybe know. he thought this was 1910, and he was just going to get on the mound, step just... once, and throw 150 miles an hour. <laughs> hey, you never know. But the here's here's my thing. All we heard was that the Yankees don't lose at home in the postseason. Literally all we heard. Uh-huh. That last year they went undefeated in the postseason. Like they're gonna they're gonna win the series because they're gonna take both from Boston at home. Then they got wrecked. They got destroyed by the yeah. Sox tonight. This is just demoralizing. Just simply yeah. demoralizing. It's a little embarrassing. It really is. And listen, John Carlos Stanton. Has not been that well in this series so far. 
Um, Gary Sanchez had two big home runs. Uh, that's his only two hits so far. Um, the biggest player, Judge, is a superstar. Uh, and superstar, yeah. Great to admit that now. He's he's a superstar. But the Red Sox, again, I'll reiterate, they're just a better team this year. And that's not even with my hating the Yankees bias. The Red Sox are just boys. They're just flat out better team. The only problem that I had was Nathan Evaldi starting game three. But what he did, to right? Game, he shoved. He shoved right up the Yankees' ass. Hundred mile an hour fastballs. It looked like the Nathan Evaldi that was on the Yankees. Right. I agree. Uh, really solid like start. Um, so I want predictions first, and if you think the game is going to a game five, then who starts and who wins? Um, you go, Joe. You go, Joe. Yeah, I don't think this series goes to game five. Um, you think, think it ends know. tomorrow? Yeah, I think it ends tomorrow. I I just think that honestly, again, I'm surprised the Yankees won a game this series, and that's not. Has nothing to do with my bias. I just think the Red Sox are really, really good, and the notion that they can't win in the playoffs has been put to bed because this is a different team yeah. altogether. They have they have different starters than they did last year. They they they're just a different team. And Price is fully healthy now. I mean, yes, he had a bad start. They have Evaldi now. This is a different team. They have J.D. Martinez. So the Red Sox are going to win tomorrow, and I think that puts it to bed. And then we'll have our four uh, a couple days early. We got some off days for baseball, which sucks. The worst. Dude, yeah. The worst. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I don't think this game will go to five. And if it does, um, would they pitch sale? I would assume they'd pitch sale in game five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I can't really see the Yankees coming out here and, and, and winning, uh, you know, two games in a row, uh, assuming that the, uh, the they lose tonight. But, uh, you know, I think yeah. that they take it in four. I think Porcello is, is a, like a cool, mellow guy. And it was good. I don't think he'll get, uh, you know, Get, get in his own head or anything, so I definitely think he'll he'll pitch it and go out there. And the the offense for the Red Sox is just so potent that it's it's so hard. It's two former Cy Young winners tomorrow, <laughs> two washed up former. <laughs> yeah, but one's an old alcoholic, and one's Rick Porcello. And he just yeah, had a bunch of wins. That's all. Honestly, Rick Porcello might start drinking because he has not been very good. <laughs> I okay, but I mean the um, my prediction, this might shock you. Um, Yankees win game four. Okay. It's going to be Tanaka sale game five in Fenway. Yankees win. Wow. wow. Jesus. Yeah. No, I know. So this is why I, when I was watching game two and I saw Tanaka pitching, uh, I had when I was texting my, basically my only Yankee friend friend that actually watches baseball. Shout out Steve. We were talking, you know, if you, if this game gets to a game five, who pitches? And we were just saying Tanaka. And I think Tanaka was, is simply lights out in the playoffs. He was last year, and he is this year. So if they can get it to a game five, by any chance that old booze bag, CC Sabathia, <laughs> can get his arm to move fast enough to go above 91 miles an hour and a change up below 84, I think that the Yankees have a legitimate chance of winning. I think Aaron Judge and John Carlo climb out of the depths of hell, hit a few homers. I hope Gary Sanchez doesn't play because that guy just literally cannot hit the ball. Yeah. Um, but that is my prediction. What score? What do you I, think the score would be if they went to Game Five? I think it's going to be very low, either two to one, three to two. Wow. I I would be here for a Game Five. Even I would again pick. I'd rather choose to be wrong in Game Five. Yeah, that would be an amazing atmosphere. And we got to talk about one more thing before we end these Yank Sox conversations. Guess who's at first base tonight? Umpiring. Angel I know you know his name. Angel fucking Hernandez. This was there nuts. have been there have been. Five replay reviews 
and three overturned. Three of them overturned. I don't understand this guy. And this is not just this year. Last oh, year, in the World Series, <laughs> there were fans rioting because <laughs> Ryan is strong, but basically rioting for because Angel Hernandez did not know how to call a strike. And guess who's behind the plate tomorrow? Angel Hernandez. Angel fucking Hernandez. Jesus. Yeah, it's good. that's just so embarrassing for baseball. I propose a rule that whenever Angel Hernandez is umpiring, each team gets an unlimited amount of replays. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. Totally fair. That's serviceable. Yeah. Or just like, like one robot really umpire. I think we're there now. <laughs> Angel Robo Man Hernandez. Just have... <laughs> he might have cataracts, so just give him robot eyes. <laughs> give, him, give him a break. All right, who's, the, who's your MVP so far for Yankees Sox? Uh, depends who wins series. If yeah, Yankees... yeah, but I said so far you. All right, well Forehead. then uh, you got to go with Benny. Man, he had a huge hit tonight, and he's been good. Yeah. So, Andrew Benatendi, my MVP for the Boston Red Sox, Luis Severino. Wow, just <laughs> kind, kind, kindly, kindly gave the Red Sox all of the runs in the fourth inning. Yeah. And even if that man did not know when the game time really was, he's been awful in the playoffs. Terrible. Terrible. And, and I'm so tired of Yankee fans saying that this guy's better than Degrom or even Syndergaard. No. Oh not, my he's God, not there, man. He, he, Degrom and Syndergaard yeah. are, are did great in the 15 playoffs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Even dude, Matt Harvey pitched better than Luis Severino in the playoffs. <laughs> if you pitch worse than Matt Harvey in the playoffs, you should probably not consider yourself an elite arm in baseball. So that goes like, out to all the so Yankees. Severino, David Price, not elite. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, one minute. Uh, give, me, yeah. give me your one minute. All right. Okay, go for it. All right. My one-minute opinion has to do with um, Kyle Scaffarello on the Call of oh, Show. Oh, please, dude. And uh, he said that he's drinking homemade red wine, yet he will not show us the red wine. So because we believe white. that he's drinking white wine. White wine. And uh, I kind of wanted to leave it up to the, the listeners here. Do you think that Kyle is uh, actually drinking red wine like an italian or do you think he's being a pussy and drinking like a bitch white wine yeah he's a certified pussy listen i mean i think we know the latter half is correct bad radio it's red bad radio it's red yeah but it's bad you just got on the radio so you could say that but we know (laughs) we know we're gonna leave it i've said i've said worse things this year than pussy (laughs) joe throughout the course of the year all right uh i'm just gonna shout out this new york company that uh Everybody knows uh, it's, it's called Snapple. And recently, they had went to fully plastic bottles. And I actually have no fucking idea the environmental strain that a plastic to glass bottle does. And please don't tell me because I don't want to know. Anyways, <laughs> I was at the gas station last night, and I thought that the, the glass bottles were gone. I hadn't seen them in months. And I opened the fridge, and there before me, is the most beautiful glass bottle of Snapple Apple that I have ever seen in my entire life. And I wish that for one second that we can have video on this podcast because I kept the bottle. I don't know what I'm doing with it, but until I see another glass bottle of Snapple, iced tea, a Snapple Apple, whatever the hell it is, that Snapple glass bottle is staying with me because it just tastes better out of glass. Wow. Wow, and a little backstory: Joe is a is a dedicated Snapple drinker. If you couldn't tell, like, always has been. Ridiculous. All Dude, right, is my there one else minute. You like to drink? No, no, he, no. Okay. Not he doesn't. He doesn't drink anything else but Snapple. 
All right, my one minute. I just want to give a shout-out to that A's fan with blue hair. Got the beer poured all over him. That sucks. Like, Yankee fans are the fucking worst, man. Joe, what do you... I got, I got to say one more thing before we close this out. The puns are dead, man. This has been a terrible, <laughs> terrible week for puns. October is over. Oh, Rocktober no. is over. The only thing that we have left is Jocktober. So no, go and jock- Brock, you have Brocktober, too. Brock Holt. Brocktober. Let's go. Brocktober. Yeah, we have Brocktober and Jocktober. We're looking good for Tobers. The puns never die. Oh, the man, Tobers no. are good. No, but shout out to that A's fan. That just sucks. Yankee fans suck. That's all I have to say. Um, If you like the show, rate it five stars. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CaughtLookingPod. You may visit our website, www.thecaughtlookingshow.com, to see some extra shit. Or kindly leave a voicemail. You can call the voicemail line, 203-936-9165. Yeah, I got the number right this week. You call it up. You ask us a question like Buckets did this week, whoever Buckets is. And uh, you let you let us know what you're thinking. Don't get caught looking. <laughs>